Okay, hello everyone, welcome back to the St. Marines High School Right Respecting School podcast for our June Summer Bonanza edition. What a packed podcast we've got today um, with myself, Mr. Hughes, uh, and Teacher of the Year, Mr. Craig. How do you feel, Mr. Craig, being awarded Teacher of the Year for the first time? It's paining you to say that to me, isn't it? <laughs> He's so salty, listeners. He's so salty. <laughs> well, as a previous winner, multiple winner of Teacher of the Year, I, know. Uh, I actually was. Was that? There must have been some sort of a voting problem. I don't want to say oh, here Trump, we go. But I think there was. I think there was a a rigged election. Oh, here we go. <laughs> it was a phony election. I, I think we were like the Jamaica Relay team of you passing a baton on to me and it's now I'm coming in the last hundred metres taking all the glory. Yep. You've set me up as I've come into the school and now I've overtaken you and that's it. I know. I'll never be teacher of the year again. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, it. I'm gonna have to come back stronger next year um to take back to take back that title because it's uh it's a coveted crown. And you've got the post uh, your certificate up in the class, have Yeah, but, yeah, got my certificate up. There's no way I'm gonna let you forget it. But <laughs> I think to be honest, I think we do need to give a bit of credit to the fact that it, the whole um both teachers of the year were social subjects. Yeah, I know. And, and that's a, that's twice in three years that that's happened. Yeah. I know so I, I know we're having a bit of uh, a laugh and a joke about it and stuff, but Mrs. Malarvey won it, and yeah. that was she was genuinely delighted. It was a, a real honour there, and she, um, I think that was the first time that Mrs. Malarvey had won it. Yeah, um, since she'd been in the school, so that was brilliant. And two years ago, you won it with Miss Miss Martin, who that's was right. Miss Aitken at the time. But that's right. so that's twice in three years. So it's always it's always an, an honour and a privilege, isn't it? And you went along to the awards ceremony and got a big round of applause. I did. I was. I did have a big smile, but also had a mask on, so nobody could really <laughs> see that I was smiling. But and nobody could see that you were crying. But, as well. <laughs> I know. I did. I went to make an acceptance speech, but I was just uh, pushed off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to overdo it. <laughs> anyway, it's been a busy, busy month. Really, um, the month of June. It's it always is in school, even even with the restrictions, obviously that are still in place with COVID. The, the school community has really been buzzing. Yeah, there's been so much going on, school. as you will find out in this podcast. Because we speak to, we speak to our school librarian, we speak to um, a strawberry and PE. It's a real packed show, and you know you, you find out what's what's been happening um, a lot in the next sort of half an hour, forty minutes. PE have been busy people recently. Yeah, PE have been they've been they've putting been, on a um, lot of stuff, man. It's been good. I think yeah. everyone's really enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. One of the main things that sort of happened over the last few weeks has been the the formation of the captaincy team. Yeah. So out with the old and with the new. Yeah. So the old S six have departed, and the new S six with the new timetable have started, and we've got a new head boy and a new head girl. So Thomas Stars, both Thomas Stars was in my higher class this year. Yep. Um, very deserving winner. Um, so Thomas reached for the stars, has reached for the stars, and he's yeah, got there. So yeah. head boy and a head girl is Anna Mackay. So well done to both of them. Two deserving people, I would say. Yeah, Studious and very approachable and yeah. got all the qualities you needed to be a head yeah, boy. Superb. Did you, have a, did you have a job in high school? Well, we called them prefects, prefects. not captains. Uh, so I was a prefect, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was a prefect, yep. Um, I didn't quite make it to the dizzy heights of head boy. But um, no, I enjoyed my role as a prefect. It was good. The story I've, I've told a couple of the kids a story, but in high school I was a sports captain, yep. um, and 
we done a sponsored cycle. Now, this seemed like a great idea to me at the time, but it then became, I can't remember the reason why, but it was from our school to the Liver Building, which is in the middle of Liverpool. What? <laughs> so right. I thought this was going to be like this full day, maybe overnight trip out of school. It turns out they set up an exercise bike <laughs> in the middle of what we called it the street, but it would be the social area here. And I didn't leave the bike. I ate my lunch on the bike and I came in early and I started and it was to try and get from here to the Liver building and, and before the bell went at the end of the day. And at first everyone was round me and willing me on and it was great. Then the bell went <laughs> and then I was in the street or the social area myself <laughs> with nobody <laughs> looking at me and I thought, I might just stop cycling, but then I thought, then my miles won't add up. Yeah. So I just had to cycle away on my own, nobody to talk to for six for, hours. For six hours and, yeah. and did you make it? I did make it, I oh, It was actually, I made it with, it was one of these like epic finishes of like a wee bit to go and I had to power through, but I literally never never got off, never went to the toilet, never got off to get my lunch or anything. I, I did eat my lunch on the bike. And then see whenever I got off, oh, I was like the rubber uh, man. I was yeah, like, see yeah. those people that have just finished a marathon and yeah. you see them going all shaky and all that. It's, uh, uh, I had snake hips that day after. I've experienced that once before. Remember in primary school, you used to go swimming. Yeah, right. right? Um, at the end of the swimming block that we did um, at, at the Lagoon Leisure Centre in Paisley. <laughs> Shout out to the Lagoon. Great place. <laughs> um, we did lengths, so it basically you could just do as many lengths as you could do, yeah. and I did 64 lengths, which is one mile. <laughs> <laughs> and like, how long? I, I don't think it was as long as it timed you, it was just to see how long you could go for, but anyway, I did it, and I, I got the certificate, and anyway, I remember coming out the pool, like, I wasn't knackered, but I didn't feel yeah. physically knackered, because it's just a sort of slow pace back and forward, but I could barely walk, my legs were like jelly. You're like that going up, just any flight of stairs nowadays, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> the age is getting to you, but, but we've also had another couple of captains, so yep. um, a couple of captains which will feature, I'm sure, heavily on this podcast. Um, so we've got new rights respecting schools captains, so we did have a bit, we had a lot of interest in it, we because... We've had Neve and Laura, who have been our ambassadors, and it made sense for them to step up, but then both of them get house captains, because they're just amazing. So yeah, yeah. we were in, in a bit of a pickle, so we had to then get another couple of people in, make our team a wee bit bigger, um, and it, we got, had a lot of interest, and it came down to, we, we had, it was like the X Factor, wasn't it? We, we came down stage and by stage, and we yeah. came down to three or four names but from those three or four names Martha Mulgrew and Aidan Marshall yeah. were victorious from it but yeah. we've not had we've not really done much yet they've been keen um, they've done a wee bit for the notice board and stuff like that but early signs say that we picked well I think yeah yeah, they seem very enthusiastic yeah. and they're really looking forward to August um, so so good luck to them and they'll dynamic be the, duo I yeah, think they'll be on the podcast working hard to make it um, even better next year and obviously we need to thank um, our former our, and our first rights respected schools captain um, Nadia Latter she was fantastic yeah, she's big left big yeah, I was yeah. going to say that's yeah. it's big shoes to fill Nadia was very on the ball um, and even to the very last day that she was in which I know we're going to touch on but yep. the very last day that she was in she was uh, still rights respected she was yeah. still bringing it up to us and stuff like that so great to see but 
good things have to come to an yeah. end as well. So yeah, her and Kirsty really, Kirsty did help her out. Yeah, I know she, she wasn't great. one of her captains, but she was great. Both of them were great ambassadors um, in our group, really drove it forward. And they'll come back um, when we're, we're obviously going for a silver. We'll yeah. this next year, but we're going for a silver, Rights Respecting School Award, late October. Um, so they'll come back and contribute to that as well, which will be nice to see them again back in the, the building. Yeah, so we've had, it's been a good end to the year, yep. but it's been a tough year. I don't think anyone would disagree that it's been a tough year. I feel like it's been about three years put into one. Right, so it has. It felt like see when you think back to August and September and October time, it's just like a long time ago. It was like about two years ago, yeah. Remember, eat out to help out. Yes, that, that was this school year. That was I August. Know, that was in August. That was, that was that? this school year. Mr. Sati made. Good worker, eat out he to did. help out. I think he booked every restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. He was, <laughs> uh, but in a tough year, Mister Hughes, what do you think your highlight was? So uh, that that that's a good question. Um, I think the highlight of the year would probably just coming back as a school community after the Easter holidays. You know, after because, so the second lockdown. Yeah, after the, sec- the second lockdown, which was probably a bit unexpected in many ways. It wasn't announced until the start of the Christmas holidays, so we had all sort of broken up at that point. And then we never came back for yeah. four months. Um, so just getting everybody back in the school building, the whole school community coming together again, and probably my highlight, my favourite part, has just been the last couple of months. Yeah. How, how we've tried to make the school vibrant and how the pupils have really contributed to that. Um, and just overall getting having to... pupils back in the class ah, yes, that's yep. what like, I know that it's our job but we generally love to yep. to do it man yep. so it's good to have have pupils back in in front of us and have people to listen to our amazing banter <laughs> <laughs> well exactly. I think the pupils were happy to get in because I know we talked about the DeHaunt formula last yep. time but I think a low light of my year has got to be in my flat trying to teach back to back higher so I had 5D then 5A for an hour and 45 minutes I think it was each and we tried to do the DeHaunt formula online on a Friday and I think everyone lost the will to live but at one point my buzzer went and I was getting some sort of delivery and trying to teach you the DeHaunt formula while signing something from the Amazon guy and it all got a bit hectic but I think I think anyone who was part of that I think that was an experience that we all came through together I think that's I think it's pretty conclusive that that teaching from home is it's definitely not a job that lends itself to that no, no I know we've joked before that We'll be we'll have one modern studies teacher in the, in Scotland, and the kids will go into their pod in their room in the future. Yeah. And but it doesn't work, and no, I think we've uh, pro- we've proven that it it doesn't work. Um, so what was your highlight of the year then? Um, I've got to say that I do agree completely with what you're saying. That first day back after um, we'd been in lockdown, that was really good. Just having everyone was buzzing to be back in the school, and you yeah. quite often hear folk, especially like whenever you're getting to the tail end of the year, that a few moans and groans about being in school and stuff like that so that first day back was brilliant um, but highlight of the year this year's probably now I do like all my classes all my classes have been great but my two higher classes this year have been fantastic yeah. um, I've been I've had great higher classes since I've came to this school uh, I've been pretty lucky so um, probably teaching we've had some good laughs and stuff like that in my higher class um, but so we've now seen the back of some of them they've now yeah. They're now leaving, so S6 last day, that was a, that, that that was, was a frantic day, wasn't that it? Was, but that was a bit of a highlight too, wasn't it? it? Was that great. Was, yeah, that was probably a highlight. It was, so. it was the, 
it was a great uh, six and the last day um was was done in good spirits i think it that's was a good way to sum it up yeah um, they were all they were all on good forum and got their, their shirts signed and you know they had good fun um and they, they all went on their way there was nothing to sever it no sometimes you hear these yep. stories i've heard stories from this year and kids just take it too far and um no, it was good fun but every one of our kids showed up, had a great laugh, came and seen us. We we were packed out down here. Yeah. Um, shirts signed and a few even handed us in presents and cards and stuff like that. And it was just that probably was another highlight. Now that you've said that, yeah, that was. You know, one thing that I'm just thinking, you know, that you probably slag me for being old for this, but like when I first started teaching, which is going back like sort of 12, 13 years ago now, um, the. Essex used to come in and get their shirts signed and really that was that was kind of the crux of it. Yeah. But now they're coming in and they're wanting their shirts signed but they're wanting like they're wanting like selfies and TikToks and yeah. all that sort of <laughs> stuff. It's like it's it's, it's chaos. It's, yeah. it's more bedlam and chaos than it than it has ever been. Um but still good fun of course. It was a whole good last week for them. They had their inflatables, a water fight. They had some food in the last day. They had a mass. Yeah. I'm trying to think. There must have been other stuff going on that's just escaped, no, me. Could have escaped me just now. Mr. Killen for yeah, Mr. Killen got... Um, I think he met with Jude and Maria. Um, we had their uh, pass the phone video. And that's I've never right. seen someone look more like an old dad than yourself oh, at that I point. I made a backside of that. I think... I wonder if we can get the audio of that put into this <laughs> podcast. Please right no. now. Okay, hi everyone. I'm passing the phone to... <laughs> oh my god, I, I, I did make a backside of that. To be honest with you, it was an age thing because I didn't even know what past the phone was. That was good, like and then they did the high school musical videos as well, which has got passed around the staff now. And both of them were, yeah, they were great. both the videos were great. I mean, you did fat shoot me again, but that's, that's, that's okay. <laughs> but listen, that, that seamlessly links us into um, our next segment of the podcast where yeah. we, we managed to take a little bit of time out um, of. You know, our um, S6 last day as well from our point of view and chat to a few um, of the the six years and who that, were more than happy to get in the podcast and Nadia did that for us didn't she yeah Nadia was there um, so I done most of the talking but yep. Nadia was there with us so right Nadia and Kirsty right to the death were, were grabbing folk in the way by Mr. Yep. Mr. Craig's interviewing people so um, so yeah, we're just going to play back some of the interviews that we had with some of the pupils who have now left us, and uh, we'll finish off um, this segment with a word from Mr Killen, who gives a very inspiring speech. So I'm along here in the dance studio now, where the S6s are just about to say their final farewell. I'm joined by somebody who is uh, a common voice on the podcast, however she's usually doing the interview, but... Nadia, how does it feel to be leaving? It was so emotional. I just, I can't stop crying and I'm really sad to leave everybody and all the teachers. So it's been a bit of a busy day. You've been in, running about, getting your shirt signed and all that. Have you enjoyed it? Yeah, it's been so good. We were all at Ethan's house before and then we all came in together. So it's just been good to be with everyone when we're all going round the classes, saying bye to everybody. And do you have any last comments to sit in Ninian's high. Be rights respecting and don't forget UNICEF. Okay, I'm, go- I'm going to grab someone else now. Ayla McFadden. So it's your last day at St Ninian's High. How do you feel? Uh, quite sad, but it's nice to see everyone. So 
today's we we're just saying that today's been quite hectic, running about getting your shirt signed and stuff like that. Has it been a good day? Have you enjoyed it? Yeah, it's been really good, but I'm actually trying not to cry going up to sign other people's shirts. There's been a lot of tears today, but I think we're all ready for you to move on to your next chapter. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm just scared because no one else is doing my, the same course as me. I'm sure you'll make friends easily. So, is there uh, any last messages for sitting in Thai? Enjoy six there because you'll actually really miss it. Wow, emotional from Isla there. James is now with us here. James has features in the podcast before. Um, as our health and wellbeing captain, but James, have you had a good day? Aye, uh, it was probably, I was thinking about that. My feature in the podcast is probably my proudest moment at St Ninians. A highlight of the year? No, a highlight of the six years, I think. So, obviously, it's your last day today. You're emotional, you're looking forward to moving on, or how are you feeling? Uh, I'm looking forward to moving on, I won't miss this place at all. <laughs> I don't think you're telling the truth there, are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Any last message? I don't know if I've already asked this. Any last messages for St Ninians? Um, no. <laughs> no comment there. So we've got a request to come on was Mary Quinn here, the clumsiest girl in school, although she somehow avoided that award. Mary, have you enjoyed today? I have enjoyed today. It's been a bit bad though. You're wiping back, she's wiping back the tears as we speak. So have you enjoyed your last day though? I have had a bad make me cry though. <laughs> Right, I don't think we're going to get much out of Mary here. So, any last words for St Ninians? It's been a blast. Right, so we're here joined by another couple of boys that are leaving today. So, boys, how's today been? It's been absolutely fantastic. Been a class day, loving it. Are you emotional at all? I see you've got the, the handprint banner wrapped around you here. Is, a, is that going home as a memento? Going to the corner. It's for, it's for the memories. We have to take it home. And we're going to take the handprints out and give it to everyone here. Right, okay, so... Any last messages for St Ninian's High? Enjoy your years while you're here because they're not very long. <laughs> Inspirational as ever there. Right, thanks for joining us, guys. So we're now joined by another voice that you've heard on the podcast before, one of our rights-respecting schools ambassadors who's leaving us, unfortunately. Kirsty, how was today? I'm back, guys. It's been amazing. She's munching on her chips. I'm just eating some chips. I'm going to miss the chips so much. Our, our last supper before she before she departs. Uh, so you've been running about getting your shirt side and all that. Have you had a good day? I've had the best day. I'm going to miss everyone so much. I'm so sad. And if you had one last message to the pupils of St Ninian's High, what would it be? Just enjoy every single moment because it goes so, so fast. Don't be... <laughs> Everybody's laughing at me, but it's true. Um, Mr. Craig is an amazing interviewer. Bye. This is Nadia again, and I'd just like to say a massive thank you to Mr. Craig and Mr. Hughes for being the best Modis teachers ever. And the best. And, and I'll miss you so much. Love you. Bye. <laughs> An emotional farewell there from our captain. So I'm now joined by Mr Killen here, who was the head of sixth year this year. So it's been a bit of a busy and an emotional day. Mr Killen, how are you feeling? Um, I'm, feeling I'm feeling good. The kids have been amazing. Um, everyone's come in, they've done exactly what we asked them to do. There's a good buzz about the place, but I'm going to be really sad to see them go. They've had a really tough year, probably the hardest year, I think, for most people. But um, they've come through the other end of it, and they're still buzzing, they're still smiling and they're all ready to go into their futures. I would say that today's actually been one of the most successful six-year last days, um, even though it shows a character, even though they've, like you say, they've had such a um, tough year. But 
if you had one message that you wanted to get out to them this, uh, right now, just before they leave, what would it be? That you're loved beyond measure, be safe, look after yourselves, and make sure that whenever you leave, be the change you want to see in the world, and be who God meant you to be, and you'll set the world on fire. Amazing, inspirational words, Mr. Kellen. So that was great to hear some of those voices again, some familiar voices. That, yep. And now that's it, that's etched into history. That's going yeah, to be best a, of luck to all of Stand the test well. of time. Yeah. They're now part of St. Ninian's legends folklore yeah, of, of, of the podcast. This will still be going whenever <laughs> you're in your, oh my God, I was going to say 40s, but I, I hope it's still going in two years. <laughs> whenever you're 40, but um, oh. it's uh, great to hear them and very inspiring from Mr. Killen there. Yeah, big time. Um, so that takes us on nicely to the next bit of our podcast and we're going to catch up with Mr Aubrey who has been very busy along with the rest of the PE teachers who's going to talk to us about well-being Wednesday, sports days, the Euros, everything that's been going on so um, we'll pass over to that interview now So we are now joined by male member of staff of the year. Is that your proper title, Mr. Aubrey? That's it, Mr. Craig. Yeah, it's kind of like winning the community shield, isn't it? (laughs) It's like it's not really. It's not a real trophy. Well, what I've been told that it's not actually for teaching staff. So I I think the people's maybe thought I was just a PE technician, which is okay. (laughs) I'm I'm happy with the award anyway. Do, Do you have a certificate for it? I didn't. Um, but do you which, have one now? Which I'm a wee bit salty about. <laughs> and I, I still don't have it. And I think it's a bit disgraceful no that never happened. So, uh, but, yeah, so we've got Mr Aubrey on today. We've got a few things to talk about, but yep. thought we'll start off with the staff golf day that you organised that was so successful for some, not for me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the golf day was just... It was, Something I thought about doing kind of the full year, um, being offered that at the, the golf club with the, the visitors' days, and yep. there was great response from the teachers. And I think everyone thought I'd put a lot of effort into it, but to be honest, I sent one email and then <laughs> the, the, the club organised it. Um, but it was great. It was, it, great. was it was a brilliant day. My favourite really part good. of it was seeing Mr. Craig hit his first shot about a yard, <laughs> and instead of picking that ball up, he just pulled another one out his pocket, <laughs> which was it was tremendous. But I had a couple of shockers that day. I'll openly admit that, but. That 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 first tee though was in terms of worst things that have ever happened to you. How how high did that rank? Uh, in yeah. terms of golf, not even nearly. I've had to <laughs> even, that doesn't even nearly. Great. But uh, I would say that, that I had a shocking first three holes. Yeah. And then after that, I actually picked up. Yeah. Um, I think when you went you went in front of us because I remember myself, Mr. Hale, and Mr. Warren, the third fairway. Looked at the watch and it had been an hour and a half to get through two and a half holes and we were watching you guys in the green light. Oh my goodness, this is going to be a long day. But I think with the pressure of being behind, like being in front, it's yeah. It, but it went I, away. I saw you on the phone at one point. I thought you were phoning a taxi. <laughs> well, like at one point in our group, I'd say that we all had a bit of a shocker. You you had a I couple did. of I high scoring. I did. Well, that's, so, so that's, did Mr. Sai. Yeah. So did Mr. Ran. So. Yeah. I think uh, mine was just a bit more public than, it was. than other people's. Yeah. Uh, that was the only issue with it. But to be fair, we Mr. when we let Mr. Aubrey's group play through us because we were holding him up, Mr. <laughs> yeah. Aubrey stepped up as if he was Tiger Woods and then he, he sliced his driver between yeah. the jars the wrong way. Again, that, I was just trying to rush that to get away from you guys. You know. <laughs> Mr. Hale did the exact same thing. Yeah. Uh, 
We thought, oh, here comes the big shots, right? Yeah. The, the low handicappers, and then they were, they were worse than us. And then Mr. Wall was he, with his mental swing, was just straight <laughs> yeah. down the middle, wasn't he? Was, was three pound driver Aye. from the Varus. That's the best thing I've heard. That needs a bit point. more coverage of Mr. <laughs> Wall bought a driver for three pound yeah. from the Varus market. Yeah. What did you say, a Donny Slammer? A Donny Slammer, it is. Oh, brilliant. brilliant. It just shows you, though, doesn't it? Like, he had oh, the positive can... attitude for it. Yeah, uh, and, he did. and he was brilliant. He had a growth mindset. So, sort of. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Still put it to him. Mr. Craig. That was fantastic though, that was yeah. I think the first golf day I've played in St Anne's, so well, it's been, thoroughly enjoyed this it. This is something that's been touted since I came maybe three years ago, and it's never happened, yeah. so it needed some... So we were, we were thinking about that, yeah. I think it was you guys we were speaking to, maybe doing it like a termly thing, and yeah. Yeah. getting the pupils involved, yeah, and just hammering them at it, because I think with the practice, <laughs> yeah. we definitely beat them. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, there's absolutely no doubt about that. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Um, so tell us also, I mean it's been busy in P. Um, I mean you were actually late to this podcast, but we'll not mention that. Um, because of how busy it's been in P. Um, tell us all about what's been going on in this week. This is the final week that we're recording this, so it's been. So yeah, we we had a DM um, start of June, and basically Mister McGrew, the head of P, said yep. that um, yeah he doesn't want the kind of the year just to like to fester out, and what can we do in the department just just to make sure that. I mean, the kids have had a really difficult year, so what can we yeah. put on that will make it kind of yeah. enjoyable for them? Um, and that started with two weeks ago, actually, when we had the softball tournaments for the S1s going into S2 and the S2s yeah. going into S3, and they were, they were a great success that we had the uh, new sports leaders helping as well, yeah. and, and it yeah. was it was brilliant. The kids just loved it. It's just getting them out, doing something that they've not actually been able to do the full year, and so starting the softball tournaments, yeah, that was great. Yep. Um, and... Last week, the, the sports days, so we had the new S2s and the new S3s had their sports days on Thursday and Friday, which was yeah, which right. was organised and led by Mr Turner, and they were they were brilliant. So at this time of year, kind of May time, in a normal year, the, the pupils would get to do athletics, and unfortunately they've missed out and doing, doing a lot of things. like your long another gym. thing, and they'll list that they've missed out. Exactly, on the show, exactly. Really yeah, you guys will, will have been the same, but PE, we've been hammered. Yeah, you always have more than most, I think. Activity-wise, yeah, so Mr Turner organising that was, was brilliant. Now, the main events that they got, they were able to do, like your, your long jump, high jump, and the, just their sprinting, it's things that they absolutely love. It looked know. great, see, looking out the windows. I was jealous because it was nice days. You probably had glasses off your time table as well, Mr. Cruz. And it was it was great looking out, like, nice day, seeing everybody. There was loads. It's good whenever you look out and there's loads of different things going on and everybody's busy sort of thing. So yeah. it was, I was a bit jealous from, from the class watching out. But, no, definitely. But, um, but no, it looked great. Yeah. You spoke about softball there. Um, we are we tomorrow. Are the will be Wednesday tomorrow. Where you guys are running the whole sort of uh, yeah. uh, full day event, um, where we're focused on our well-being with different activities across the school. So the social subjects department are doing the softball. Well, we were station. promised inflatables. Oh, right, we're right. settling for. Yeah. We had uh, <laughs> we me and Mister Aubrey were watching inflatables in the six last day, and I just sat and thought that that's that's fun, but I don't think it ended well. Shirt and tie and suit trousers on inflatables, <laughs> so. Um, so I was promised inflatables, but I will settle for softball. softball. Yeah. Yeah. So again, guys, yeah, thanks very much for offering to do that for the softball. And M- Mrs. Marvey was was quick to offer that. Yeah. So yeah. That was brilliant, and um, to get you guys out there, so it'll be that'll be fantastic. I will be joining in. So. Hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Doing the class list at the moment, and the softball is looking busy, but you guys can 
can definitely join in. I think they'll need, need some people to bring their confidence up. If they're seeing people missing the bat. You know? <laughs> Mr Craig saw Paul's at his goal. Then, geez, not my team. I'm going to tell you that properly. Just but, on the inflatables there as well. I, again, it's just been so busy in P that yeah. I was too late to organise them. So apologies <laughs> for that. I know, that's fine. I think I just mentioning the... One thing you have won this year, eh, Mr Aubrey, is um, the poll. Whenever I put up what was better, the S6 win, or the, was it boys versus girls? <laughs> and, it's a stalemate. And Mr Aubrey was doing some commentating. and he didn't realise I was filming and you can hear him in the background. Go, it's a stalemate, it's a stalemate. And his voice is getting higher. I think local I'm, dogs started. I beg Mr Craig not to post this. <laughs> and he's just, straight face, just went for it. I think if we've got enough... Uh, if, if, We've got enough technical know-how we can maybe get the audio of that put in just about now in, on the podcast. In the podcast and there, <laughs> <brilliant. laughs> That's a stalemate. That's a stalemate. <laughs> so we'll see what we can do. But that, that, that was embarrassing. That would be great. That would be great. But, um, so we've got what else is happening about Wellbeing Wednesday tomorrow then? We're so recording just before it. We've got about 20, 20 yeah. events going. It's yeah. it's looks brilliant. So they're ranging from the the softball with you guys. There's there's uh, martial arts going on with Mister Turner. There's there's netball, um, and there's all also things just yeah. like your private reading, shared reading, creative yeah. writing, which I, which I think will be great. So it's yeah. not just about running about. And stuff not at all. Yeah, yeah. that's we were really really conscious to to avoid it just being sport. Yeah. Um. So even things like gardening. And things as well, I think. And I've seen Mr. Sheeran's leading the garden. Mr. Sheeran, yeah, he's, he's yes. off the team the garden. Yeah. Which will, which will be brilliant. I've heard he's, I've heard he's excellent at it. So. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of pressure on him, but hopefully he's better at gardening than he is at football. Well, I, I can't comment on that. <laughs> right, talking about football, um, I couldn't have you here as a PE teacher during the Euros without hearing your opinion on Scotland and their progress. So we are recording today on Tuesday, and the games tonight against Croatia are a big chance to qualify for the, the latter stages of a tournament for the first time ever. What do you think our chances are? Well, do you know, this could actually be really embarrassing if I listened to it <laughs> and already popped it, but I've, I've not been, been this positive before. I've never actually seen them at a major tournament, so yeah. this is the first time I've been able to be positive about it. But I've seen it in the PE department the other day. The game on Friday night is the most I've been into a game ever, I think, just watching a game of football. I was just on the edge of my seat, and yeah. for a nil nil, as you guys have probably been the same. Yeah, it was the best nil nil I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah. It was great. No, definitely. Obviously, we've took the hit with uh, Billy Gilmore being out, yeah. um, but as of right now, there's no close contact, so hopefully, no, it doesn't exactly. impact the team so too I'm, much. I'm, I'm thinking maybe Armstrong comes in, which would make sense, and again, dropping back. So hopefully it's yeah. only one switch and, and Armstrong's a good player. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to go for a 1-0 Scotland win tonight. 1-0 Scotland? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so hopefully I don't look, in, look I silly mean, about that. I'm <laughs> old enough to remember uh, France 98 um, and the glorious failure of that. Like we, were, we were in the opening game against Brazil and we were one each and then we ended up scoring an own yeah, goal. Well, <laughs> Lost 2-1 yeah. and stuff. So I was... I just hope it's not glorious failure again. No, uh, yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? I'd actually exactly. rather, I'd actually rather, I'd rather three now. get beat three now, and it's just a terrible disappointment. And ah, fair enough, we just weren't good enough. Yeah. Or we win, <laughs> you know, we win one or two now, and it's a comfortable win, and we like, well done, we done great. See if it's like a last know, minute equaliser. See if it's like, almost like what happened in Serbia. Yeah. You know, they scored from a corner in the last minute, yeah. but then we got to penalties, and we just we got through, which yeah. was unique for Scotland. But anyway, yeah. I, I just want it to be, you know. 
clear cut. Definitely not like a sloppy. Not like a sloppy. Not like it always like is. Or yeah. What are your yeah. predictions then? Let's see that. Right, uh, okay, so I think I'm going to go 2 1 Scotland. Right. Scorers? Uh, well, I hope David Turnbull plays, so I'll say, I hope hopefully he plays, but I'll go Lyndon Dykes to score a goal because he's been nearly there, and I'll go John McGinnis to score. Right, love it. I'm also going to say 2 1, but I think Shea Adams will get a goal, and I'm going to put my money in the doubted man of O'Donnell to, to get a goal. Love it. Well, he I'm wasn't thinking. that far away. No, he wasn't. I know great, that great it, from one angle it looked like it was going in, and from the other it looked like it was going by the post, but it still yeah, wasn't it was going that in. far Let's away. So I'm going to put it maybe a corner, him get his head to it or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm going to say a Grant Hanley. Winner-in-the-85th-minute-1-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-
tagline fact, fiction, and fabulousness. My favourite part of the podcast, obviously. We don't so. have a tagline. No, they've, they've got a logo yeah. and everything, actually. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> You're behind. <laughs> we're about six months ahead, but we're actually behind <laughs> yeah. in terms of product development. Um, um, tell, us, tell us a bit about it then, the, the concept of it, what it's about and stuff, but it sounds great, even just that tagline. So basically, um, we wanted to start the podcast because we are both very keen readers yep. and we want other people to read as well and enjoy reading as much as we do. Yep. Um, we also know that there's just a lot of there's a lot of really good books out there for young people and I don't think people know too much about the, uh, what's out there. So we're going to review a book once a month uh, to just raise awareness of the great yeah. novels that are out there for, for young people. So yeah, And it's very much come from pupils. Mr yeah. Cloud has got recommendations from pupils in our class and yes. I get recommendations from pupils when I go on library visits. So we'll, we're very open to what we're going to review month by month because I think the best way is word of mouth, really. Yep. If you know that yeah. someone else is enjoying the book, you're much more likely well, to Well, funny enough that you should say that. I've actually just, now I know we're going to come on to audiobooks, but I've just listened to an audiobook yeah. which you recommended to a pupil who then recommended it to me. <laughs> so so um, it's uh, Before You Go To Before I Go To Sleep. Oh, so it was Hannah Brannan she had said oh this is really good blah 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 so I've I went and downloaded it using um, the audiobook so I've just finished that so that's actually a, a good example of word of mouth coming into yeah. it I couldn't have asked for a better example I <laughs> yeah. things like that because that's the thing with books and recommendations it doesn't just end with one person that goes right it would be wonderful to track it sometimes yeah. Yeah, I think we could hopefully try and do that in the podcast as well so you do the sort of book reviews and recommendations and stuff. Is there anything else in the podcast that you do? I know I think I think that you maybe interviewed an author. Or? Yes, we had an interview with Martin Stewart. Um, so he's a local author. He's, right. he's from Glasgow, um, and he's he writes a few books um, that we we're going to promote as well. Um, yeah, and he's fantastic. Um, he's so great to listen to on the podcast, yeah. and he's just really a really interesting person. And yeah, so I would thoroughly recommend listening to that part of the podcast for sure, especially if you're wanting to write and be an author, but also just if you want to find out what it's like to be an author. That's yeah. um, it's a good, it's worth a listen. An insight. Yeah. Well, I, I could I could actually talk about being an author. Ooh. I'm a published, a multi-published author actually. Oh, that's true. Got your books in the list. We need to get you on the podcast. Interview you, yeah. That's going to be the biggest let down. That's going to be the listeners. I don't think I'm going to be quite as interested in talking about modern studies textbooks. But yeah, I suppose I could talk through the process of doing that. So how often do you think you'll get the your podcast out? Once a month we're hoping, yes, month, as well yeah. as reviewing a book, we're hoping to feature a member staff every month yep. and talk about yep. the books that they've enjoyed reading, the books that have shaped them and the books yeah. that they've liked to read. And you're mentioning audiobooks, it's not just a case yeah. of picking up a book, it's anything you like to read. Yeah. So this month we have Mrs Maxwell from Chemistry, who as well as talking about books, also talks about blogs that she reads. And All right, yeah. All right, yeah. Well, we'll just chat about audiobooks then, just now... Obviously, as we you're the librarian, yes. and um, you know books are your your main thing. What's your thoughts on audiobooks? Because they're sort of like, I think they became really really popular over the last sort of four or five years. I absolutely love them, yep. and here's what I always tell all the pupils, all yep. the staff, and I think probably people are fed up with me saying it, but for, for me, libraries about stories, yep. and it doesn't matter to me how they're wrapped up, yeah. so they can be wrapped up in a book, they can be wrapped up in a website, they can be wrapped up in an audiobook, it's about connecting with Definitely. stories, and Definitely. I think there's something very immediate about hearing a voice in your ear, and it's diff it's a different experience, yep. but it's a wonderful way of connecting with a story. Yeah, um, I, I listen to audiobooks all the time, but I still say that I've read the book. 
<laughs> and my friend's giving me a hard time, but he never read it actually, he just listened to it. <laughs> so, c- can I just confirm from, from you, as the school librarian and expert, if you've listened to the audiobook, you can still say I have read the book. You can, absolutely. <laughs> Think about what it's doing for your, yeah. for your oral skills, for your oral yeah, absolutely. skills, for yeah. introducing vocabulary that you might not have heard before, for developing empathy. It does so much yeah. of what reading print books does. So, sure. although it might not develop written literacy, yeah. it develops lots of other different types as well. So, go. yes, you've got you've got my okay to say <laughs> you've read the audiobook. Well, I have a sort of 40 minute commute into working back home every day. Um, hence why I got into audiobooks. I wanted to make that sort of an enjoyable and productive um, use of my time. So I uh, downloaded the Audible app and so I've subscribed to that. I think yeah. it's something like six yeah, pounds a month brilliant. or something. You get a credit. Yeah. And, um, there's, and there's so many, so many books on there. There's so, like in yeah. all different genres as well. Um, it's fantastic. I'm a big fan of it. I'm a big fan of an audiobook too. Yeah, yeah. I've always been quite good at reading <laughs> articles and websites and stuff like that. But in terms of sitting down reading a book, I've only done it like a couple of times. And I always wanted to read, like, grew up, like, I'm like the perfect age for Harry Potter sort of thing. So I've seen all the films and stuff. And I always says I wanted to watch, the, uh, read the books, but I know I would have never done it. But the audiobooks meant that I was able to do that sort of thing. So I've now listened to, I've probably, like, I've listened to more books than in the last year than I have ever read in my full life, sort of thing. So yeah, Stephen Fry also makes Harry Potter yeah, much better. Yeah, it does. Make, <laughs> that's, that's Although Stephen Fry features yeah. a lot on um, Audible, <laughs> every <laughs> second book yeah, read by Fry. Stephen Fry. Um, any David Attenborough. I'm currently listening to uh, David Attenborough oh, book. Yeah. Um, I can't remember yeah. what it's called. That's terrible. But uh, yeah. Amazing. Excellent to listen to, it's so soothing. If you're feeling a bit stressed, just yeah. pop a wee bit of David on, sorted, it's brilliant. It's a national treasure, of David. Yeah, it's a national treasure, absolutely. Yep. But that is a good point because when the when the book is actually an audio book is actually voiced or read by the author, I think, you know, I mean, you were talking about a book. Uh, um, the Young Team. The Young Team, yeah. which and, is um, Graham Armstrong, yeah. yeah so um he he had a sort of a similar upbringing sort of thing to like where I grew up and stuff like that so if I had just sat and read that book I know that I wouldn't have done it justice compared to him putting the voices on and like I think I'd maybe even get a bit confused but he just like listening to him doing it was just perfect for me like it was brilliant and then listening to a different podcast where he was getting interviewed and he did his backstory and how a lot of this is just his life and stuff was just great sort of getting but I don't think I think I'd have maybe read the book and never looked up the author but for some reason yeah. whenever yeah, I was yeah. listening yeah. to him I thought yeah. like I, I looked into him a wee bit more and his story's really good about how like he grew up in a sort of housing scheme council estate was in gang fights got into a lot of trouble with drugs and stuff like that and now he's a published author and stuff, so that's like um, I think he went to Stirling and got a, uni, yeah, yeah, and got um, got a degree and stuff like that. So uh, it was just a story that sort of clicked with me. But if I hadn't listened to it, I would have never known his backstory either. Well, I think it was actually an English teacher, Miss McLeod, that got mm-hmm. him sort of on the, yeah, it was, the right path mm-hmm. in terms of this. Basically, said to him he's got a talent, and you know he should follow that path. And that was yeah. you know that was how he ended up being um, the author that he ended up being. But no, that he he's when you listen to an audio book and it's read by the author, it does bring it to your life. I yeah, think exactly. in a, to a certain extent in yeah. that way. I think you feel like you get to know them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, actually, I was I was thinking about this. Um, I think audiobooks have become much pop, much more popular over lockdown because people have been isolated. Yeah. So it's nice having another voice. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was reading an article about it, um, and they have increased in popularity. It's it's, it's the same with podcasts too. But um, because we've 
we don't have the social we didn't have the social interaction because we were in houses and um, so audiobooks are much more popular and also I think they're just great for your mental health too like just good for de-stressing and just they help take your mind off things as well so yeah we're definitely big advocates for for audiobooks yeah, yeah they're great just to sort of <clears throat> take yourself away from your phone yep in terms of social media and stuff mm-hmm. and maybe just before bed sort of 20 yep. minutes just listening to an audiobook and uh, tuning out isn't it it's a great way to sort of finish the day what do you think about Netflix in terms of taking away maybe the audience of, of you know reading books in terms of traditional and audiobooks yeah. I don't necessarily think they take them away I think they're probably a good tool to to introduce audiences to books because yep. some people might see the Netflix show and then they'll find out that it's based on yeah. their own text yeah. and we'll go and read that anyway um, and also I do think that it they, they generally do prove that the books are better than the shows yeah. <laughs> so they'll watch the show first and then they'll read the book and be like ah oh, the book was much better so I think it's, they're, it's, it's a really way common out. isn't it that yeah. it's, it says based on like novel yeah. by so and so it's like um, it's really common in Netflix that's something I have noticed mm-hmm. is that it's true and one of the things you've got to tell the kids is that someone has to write those shows as well yeah, so exactly. they're not based yeah. on a book yeah. Yeah. there's still a team of writers yeah. creating yeah. Yeah. and sharing the story who just don't get the credit that they should yeah. Yeah. exactly um, but I've lost count of the number of times people have come in, seen yeah. a book and, and gone I thought that was just a TV show Yeah, yeah. 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 Says, you, you must get it all the time Yeah, you get so much more in the book so normally they pick up the book and you think there's more of this great stuff mm-hmm. and this great yeah. story that uh, I love mm-hmm. Well we are huge fans of the Godfather uh, movies um, and only a couple of years ago I read the book, well I listened to the book I read the book <laughs> um, and the movie's amazing, like especially the first one. I thought that can't be beaten, but the book was actually better. Yeah, yeah I've literally it. just finished it. I've not long finished it, probably about a month or two ago, and it's so good. It's, yeah. You become obsessed with it. Like I, yep. Like I listen to other podcasts and stuff like that, but I fell behind on every other podcast and stuff because I was just constantly picking up that audio book. Like, what's the phrase that you say? You know, you say you can't put a book down. Well, just you just can't. can't. Press stop. Right, that's a very difficult question. Right. Um, and I've asked a few people that's just noted up to this podcast and they struggle to answer, but what would you say is your favourite book of all time? Oh. Have you had to choose? Oh, right. I, can, I can answer this right away. It's like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> Desert Island discs when I've been that one text away <laughs> to the Desert Island. Uh, my absolute favourite book of all time is a book called The Picture of Dorian Gray <gasps> by Oscar Wilde, which yep. I read when I was a teenager and I just fell in love with it. It's written really gorgeously, it's got yeah. tons of evocative imagery in it, and I just fell in love with it within a paragraph. But the book is about a man who strikes a bargain so that he can stay young and beautiful even when he's committing all these horrible crimes yeah, and the whole book is about is he going to get caught is anyone going to bring him to justice and it's a, it's a really compelling book and I love it for reasons that other people might disagree yeah. with yeah. Um, but that's what I love is that you can have favourite books for different reasons yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. that's McLeod right I can't decide I'm really indecisive so I'm going to say <laughs> two um, so there's when I was at school um I was very, very sciencey, and I was going to go and become, I was going to be a pharmacist or I was going to study chemistry. Right. And then I did advanced higher English, and I had a, an amazing teacher um, who's, oh yeah, she was fantastic. And she gave us, gave us the book Tess of the Durbervilles by Thomas Hardy. And the first time I read it, I was like, oh, what is this? Like, it was just quite dense Victorian prose. Um, but after studying it, I loved it, and it actually yeah. made me change my course, and I went to study English instead. Um, I love it just because I like the characters, I could really get into it, um, and the, as, as the more I read, the less dense the prose became. Um, so that's definitely a favourite. 
Um, but also, I love Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah. So anyone who's been in my classroom will see the Lord of the Rings posters. Uh, yeah, obsessed. Love it. Uh, love the films. Love everything about it. Can't wait for the Amazon series. Although, don't know if it's going to be the way it should. But we'll get we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But love it. Um, and I've I read them and I've listened to the audiobooks over lockdown. And it just, yeah, it's reignited the love I think of we Lord would definitely need to listen to the audiobooks of those ones. It's very soothing. It's, yeah, it's good. It's very good. So, yeah. Can't decide, but those two would That's have to That's amazing. Ahead. Just like we were talking about with, with the young team author, Graham Armstrong, like a teacher and a book that literally changed yep. your path yep. um, your career totally totally different like I didn't think when I, when I was in fifth year I, th- I genuinely thought I was like yeah I'm going to go to, down the science route yep. this is it I did advanced higher English because I, I still like reading and then yep that one book just changed everything <laughs> so yeah yeah that's um, amazing that was good I? yeah I would highly recommend it anyone doing advanced higher you maybe do it for dissertation, just help me smart with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, love it. Superb. That's the Craig. Um, probably in terms of the biggest impact, the young team would be up there. Um, but I, I couldn't choose a Harry Potter, one <laughs> Harry Potter book. It would just need to be probably the full it's series. Very popular, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's something that I like. Basically, I grew up at the same age as Harry Potter whenever he was that age sort of thing. Because I'm not really into... There's no other superheroes or supernatural or any sort of stuff that I'm into. Apart from that, that's like the thing that bucks the trend. I'm not into, into like, any Lord of the Rings or anything (laughs) like that sort of thing. So it's the one thing that bucks the trend. So probably I would probably need to be the full full series, full Harry Potter series. Well, I have to admit, I've never read a Harry Potter book. (gasps) Listen to a Harry Potter book. (laughs) I feel like I wouldn't have to challenge you to uh, do that. (laughs) Watch a Harry Potter movie. And I was, because, no, no. I was going to get into it a few years ago and then I thought, you know what, I'm just going to leave it and do it with my kids. Oh, that's nice. Like, you know, they're three yeah. and four just now, so I'll wait a few years until they're at the age that they can enjoy it and then just read the books with them mm-hmm. and take them through it and I'll go through it with them sort yeah. of thing. Um, my favourite book, I would say... I, I, was, I would like to say I probably haven't read my favourite book yet because I haven't read loads and loads of fiction books and I think you know there probably will be a book there that... I, I read loads of autobiographies. Um, you know, they're sort of my thing. I've read... Arnold Schwarzenegger's autobiography was fantastic, for example. I really liked that. That was a, not just about his life, but almost like it was like how to live a life, a, you know, a successful mm-hmm. professional. It was almost like life coaching. It was fantastic. And so that was really inspirational. I would say if I had to pick my favourite book, though, so far, I would say I, I read a book, the, probably one of the first books that I've ever read that inspired me to, you know, sort of like read. It was a book called No Mean City um, about uh, Glasgow in the 1920s. It was about life in the gorbos like slum life and poverty and deprivation but it focused on the razor gangs of glasgow back then mm-hmm. in the sort of interwar period so it had that kind of violence aspect to it that i liked as a teenager um and that was the first book that i couldn't put down yeah you know and i, I realized that reading's actually brilliant and reading's actually pretty cool this book's this book's like this is a book about something that i quite like you know um you know, so I would say if I had to pick a number one book so far, I would say No Mean City. I love that so yeah. far because you're right. Yeah, I know. I know. I just know there's so many more. I'm not somebody that, that reads a book every month or you know a, a, every week or something like that. They just you know, people, like my wife for example is constantly reading a book and she just like plows through books. Whereas 
I'm a bit slower and I listen to audio books and I sort of fit it around my schedule and stuff. Um, but I know, I know for a fact there'll definitely be books out there that will be, you know, that will be the best books that I've ever read still to come. So that's it. We're, we're all different types of readers as yeah. well. Just I think don't compare yourself to other types. No, of I know, readers. I know. That's it. I know. I think there is that perception sometimes, isn't there? That if you're not reading hundreds and hundreds of books, mm-hmm. then you know you're not doing it. You're not doing it well. Or you're not doing it. You're not doing it, it right. But if you are just reading a book and if it takes you months and months. I always say that to the pupils as well. Like, just try and read a book. It doesn't matter if it takes you ages to do it. Um, just pick one up and get into it. As long as you're enjoying it and as you're enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Alrighty, well, thanks very much for joining us. Yeah, thanks us. for coming thanks. on. Um, that was fantastic. Um, and have a wee look out for Book Blether in the future. Sounds like it's going to be better than ours. It's going to, be over, it's going to over, overtake this podcast. I was going to. I was going to. Oh, we've, got, we've got big shoes to fill, I think, but we will need to maybe get one, of, one or both of you yes. on at some point yes. to, well, to chat more about yeah. audiobooks. I was going to call it other side podcast, of the table. We've already it? got enough rival podcasts within the authority, so yes. I don't think we need one within the school. No, it complements <laughs> our podcast. Yes, really it well. does. But yeah, thanks for coming on. Well, thanks very much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. So that's as we've paved the way for other podcasts, Mr. Hughes. Yes, indeed. We've started a trend that won't be stopped now, I don't think. I know, that maybe there'll be more next year, but that would be great. No, the more they are, they're increasing in popularity, aren't they? Yeah, we do. The views, or I keep saying views, listens, listens just keep going up and up. We had one dipped when we were in lockdown, but after that we made up for it and then some, so that's that's great. great. And we've already got it. I'm already getting it on to the newest ones who are coming up. They've listened to our last one, so hopefully they're listening just now, some of them. we look forward to welcoming them. And we look forward to seeing some of them in August. Um, But... For one last time, Mr. Hughes, that's us for a year. A year of the year of the podcast coming the year to an of the end. Podcast, the <coughs> COVID year, the yeah. the year that was. It's been been a bizarre year, but listen, we're nearly there now. Everybody can go away and enjoy the summer, and come back in August and hopefully, fingers crossed. Oh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. It's a bit more of a normal normal year next year. But onwards and upwards from here. But a big thank you to everyone that's been listening, everyone that's been talking about it. I, I still get, even today, I had um, one of our new S6s, Hannah Brannan, coming up and making a joke that only related to the podcast. I was getting slagged because I didn't have mature taste buds for coffee because I ordered a tea <laughs> at the Wellbeing Cafe. That's brilliant. Um, but, which is freebies today, by the way. Yeah, that's great. So, um, it's good that everyone's been listening, everyone's getting bored with it. We've had great feedback from it. So, Big thank you to the listeners. Did you see everyone getting bored with it or on, on board, on board with, with it? <laughs> Everyone's getting bored of you, but on board with it, I think is what I meant to say. Correct, yes. But no, thank you to all the listeners. Thank you to Miss McLean for getting us this new equipment as well that we were just chatting about. Yeah. Um, we've come on leaps and bounds. So we'll see you in August for our next Rights Respecting Podcast, Mr. Yep. Hughes. Cheers, guys. Have thank a great you. Summer. See you later.